Small Town Scuttlebot. Well, this is going to be a weird start to the show, Liz. <laughs> a restart to the a show. Uh, hey, Scuttlebuds, what's up? Um, Liz and I had a good 15 minutes of content. and Lots of laughs. Oh. Maybe some of the best content we've ever had. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, we're, we started off saying it's a great Friday and mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. Now it's like, oh, Rick just stumbled and tripped on himself and didn't press the record button. And we have no... Historical record of that great 15-minute snippet of conversation. Well, in our defense, we're, you know, the vibe is a little off today because we're not in the studio. We are in what I would call a, some, a game room, if yep. you will, um, because you are redoing the studio. Yep. So we're kind of like in not no man's land, but it's just not our typical... Our typical vibe. We've got blankets hung up (laughs) to hopefully prevent any echoing. We're trying to do something with the acoustics here. So I brought some blankets in. We literally we're surrounded by blankets. Mm -hmm. We're in a a blanket fort. I said, Liz, do you want to get under the blankets? (laughs) She says, only if we have a flashlight. Yes. Flashlight, not flashlight. (laughs) Did you say flashlight? (laughs) (laughs) It blows my mind that... Like <laughs> women know certain things. It's it's I it's you know I credit my years of listening to Howard Stern oh, yeah. with all yeah. of my depraved knowledge of sexual stuff. Well, also uh, <laughs> the Legion of Skanks and the Legion of Skanks I mean, that's doesn't right hurt up either. Your alley. It the, is the flashlight is just <laughs> speaks to you. And this is what you get when we have to restart the podcast. <laughs> yeah, it did not start off with that. It did start off with you running out of your house in a bathrobe and adidas shower shoes to chase a a two pound poodle (laughs) okay and you know something like i'm gonna work on uh consolidating my story like reader's digest you're Mm -hmm. very good at just getting to the point where i meander (laughs) people might have noticed that (laughs) i already told the story to liz i'm gonna tell it to you i think i took about 11 minutes i can do this in like one you ready perfect we were watching our neighbor's dog on a weekend my wife went away and accidentally left the door, just cracked the jar. This dog, which happens to be a toy poodle, very small dog, got out. Didn't know that until I just happened to look out the window and see it running down my driveway. Well, I flipped out. I had, whoa, we have to get this dog. So I yell at my kids, guys, Archie got outside. We have to get him. And I run out the front door. I'm wearing a bathrobe and flip-flops. It's all I could manage to get on my feet. I already had the bathrobe on. Oh, wait. Key point to the story. It's, what, 11 a.m.? Yeah. Well, that was that's a very major <laughs> key point. That's the problem with the story. <laughs> 11 o'clock on a Sunday. I'm in a bathroom, two houses down the street, looking for an animal that's not mine. And I'm yelling at my kids, you go left, you go right. I finally realized that I need to get back inside. My my range is limited with this footwear. I might have to go off, off trail, off mm-hmm. side, you know. So I run back, trying to get dressed, and my kids, thankfully, it got the dog, brought it back. As somebody who criticizes people that wear their pajamas at the grocery store <laughs> at 2 in the afternoon, I find myself being the man in the bathrobe at 11 o'clock on a Sunday afternoon. Was it, Did you run into any neighbors or anyone who was out? Because there's tons of people who, who walk their dogs up and down your street or, yeah. or people yeah. that just go walking. Did you happen to bump into anybody? Two, two things. One, nobody saw it. And two, 
Nobody followed up with me and gave me shit about it. Ah. Like sitting courtside, oh, you'll get razzed right. for that. Being a total loser running down the street, yeah. showing everybody that you've got nothing going on today. <laughs> Clearly. You have nothing <laughs> to live for, Rick. Yeah. All <laughs> oh, the wife's gone. Great. We can just sit, hang out. Now, you're obviously not going to disclose to your neighbors, well, maybe they'll find out about it if they listen to the podcast, that yeah. their dog got out. But do you think that your kids will be like, like Charlie, especially mm-hmm. when would blurb oh gosh it was crazy archie escaped oh no okay no secret is safe my family just moves on <laughs> like not me as much but my kids like they forget like oh if i have to reprimand charlie or something right 10 minutes later i'm best dad ever yeah you know yeah but today i was told i'm i'm a mean dad why what did you do i told him to get trust monster <laughs> <laughs> i think you'll get it someday uh, when i yell at you to comb your hair you'll understand like you can't go to school looking like a slob Right. So at some point, though, you kind of have to let it go and they'll get because they'll get to an age where their peers will correct them. And that's kind of get the whole bullying thing that yeah. you're talking about. Like this morning, Brady's hair was a disaster. So I went to brush it. He's like, you know, flailing his arms, whatever. And Dan's like, if he wants to look like a jerk at school, like let him look like a jerk at school. He's going to get made fun of. And I'm like, you know what? You're right. Yeah. <laughs> Mom, they said my hair looks like the lead singer uh, of. <laughs> Fuck a seagulls. I don't even know. <laughs> what does that even mean? How old was this person? Right. Oh, he it was, was my jan- math teacher. Yeah, he was the janitor. <laughs> oh, hey, uh, you know what? We have uh, Valentine's Day coming up. Don't we forget do. this. Put this on your calendar. Men really care about Valentine's Day. No, they Day. don't. You're right. It's stupid. <laughs> Valentine's Day is stupid. It is, it is, it is stupid. dumb, 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 dumb. Yep. If you're single, don't worry about it. You're not missing out. And if you are with somebody... And they have expectations. Let them go now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the 13th is yeah. dump your materialistic, uh, uh, needy, um, significant other day. So Dan and I, our first date was February 13th, mm-hmm. 2000. Yep. So we met at a at a bar that's no longer open. What was uh, it? Is it something we would know? Uh, the Rack in Faneuil Hall. Oh, <laughs> the rack. Yes. God damn. So we met it's like there. A meat market. Yeah. Yep. What were you wearing? Something slutty, I'm sure. Yeah. What was he wearing? <laughs> Something super conservative, I'm sure. <laughs> you are an odd couple in that yeah. regard. <laughs> yeah. So we met there and, you know, exchanged numbers and he called me and he asked me out. And this was like, mm-hmm. you know, obviously like the week before Valentine's Day. So we were like, oh, when are you free? Blah, blah, blah. And yep. clearly we were not going to have a first date on Valentine's Day. Right. Um, so he suggested uh, about the 13th. And I said, sure. And we still joke about it kind of. You know, being our first date was the day before Valentine's Day. Yeah. We don't celebrate that or Valentine's Day, though. <laughs> I'm sorry. What are you doing? Okay, hold on a second. <laughs> hold on. Yeah, I don't have any Valentine's Day stories. There's there's none to be had. I avoided no. Valentine's Day like the plague. Yeah. Stupid. Set the bar low and keep it there. <laughs> you know who the biggest loser is? The guy that gets the 12 long stem roses oh, for the for girlfriend. For like $200? Yep. Hey, buddy. Um, you just told everyone that you're in the first three months of exactly. your relationship. <laughs> <laughs> Still trying to get in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Should I that Tonight's out? the night. Yeah, tonight. <laughs> <laughs> the 14th. Um, let me ask you something here because mm-hmm. you are a woman. I am. The receiver of gifts on Valentine's Day. And I am a gentleman who is supposed to be giving a gift to um, my wife and girlfriend. 
So I um, I typically don't do this. I don't care, but it's something to talk about mm-hmm. and shit on. You're looking at your watch. No, sorry, we, just got, we, I got a text. So I just needed to make we, sure it wasn't anything we important. Time? We're good. We're good. I wish we had those 15 minutes back. You guys <laughs> should have been there. It was great. <laughs> Um, okay, so Esquire magazine I did some research, mm-hmm. and I'd just like to bounce these off of you, and sure. I thought this was a good place to go, because it's Esquire magazine for men, mm-hmm. written by Gabby Keterling. A woman? I'm going to assume her pronouns are she, her, hers. Don't assume. Well, Gabby. <laughs> Gabby sounds pretty femme, okay? <laughs> <laughs> um, Gabby is giving us a bunch of uh, ideas, and I just... I don't know what what you think of them, but can I just run some by you? Please. Um, Okay, now I might mispronounce some of these things. Note, baby adoro earrings. I don't even know what that is. N-O-T-T-E. Those are ugly. Ugly. Don't get them. Purple sapphire hearts in a silver bow. Tack E. Hanging, Okay. Uh, Senia 14 karat double birthstone ring. I mean, that's lovely. Who would get that for someone for Valentine's Day? Well, this is, yeah. This How much does like, that cost? Um, so, okay. So it says, uh, check price at SeniaNewYork.com. And you think these are all advertisers Honestly, for Esquire? <laughs> um, does Leslie expect anything from you on Valentine's Day? Nope. Or did she ever? Like when you first started dating? Uh, her and I both forgot our anniversary. <laughs> One time. <laughs> Both of us. That ring goes for $650. So this is a kind of a price. I mean, it's Esquire, right? right. They're, they're a little yes. highbrow. They're not yeah. going to send you to Walmart or Correct. Dollar Tree, where I would typically go. But why is this for Valentine's Day? But this would be more appropriate for Christmas or a birthday. Not a made-up, manufactured holiday. Uh, some people think it's a... Everything is a necklace. The Catbird Greco Laureate necklace. Yeah, it's lovely, but... It's just absurd. I think Gabby has a very uh, discriminating taste, mm. which which I, I don't... Is Gabby trying to send hints to her own oh, boyfriend yeah. or husband? What she did is she <laughs> took her wish list yes. and then sent them a link. Like, oh, did you read my new article? <laughs> the Soho Home Hooded House Robe. Now, now, I would wear that. If someone gave me, if my significant other gave me a bathrobe for any occasion i'd choke him with it you you gotta be kidding me <laughs> i just told my wife the other day this is this bathrobe is the best surprise Aww. christmas gift i ever got it's an L.O. bean tartan bathrobe with like that wool interior like it's mm-hmm. warm it's great you don't no wonder you summer. don't want to get out of it <laughs> i know i know I mean, if you lose a dog you just let me know I'll throw, I'll just, it's, you get it on real fast and it's it's like a, I'm a firefighter. It's like my turnout gear. <laughs> I don't even tie it on. I just let it fly behind me like a cape. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> How about one more? Oh, come on. Stuffed animals. I'm out. Wait, stuff? you've given adult a stuffed animal? Huggimals, Sam the Sloth, weighted stuffed animal. Is it like a therapy stuffed animal? Like it's weighted, so is that for anxiety or something? Hear me out. This is not your typical stuffed animal. This weighted sloth is going to give her stress relief. Mm. So if she has had a lot on her plate recently. That I, her I don't know. That one I wouldn't mind. <laughs> can you heat it? Is I it one of those you can eat? <laughs> but you, you don't mind that. A stuffed animal. You, you turned on that well, too. You started off going, nope. Well, then when I saw weighted, I thought maybe it's for anxiety. Mm-hmm. And so that's when I was like, so see, that's okay. That's an acknowledgement that you've got some stress in your life. I'm going to give you this 
you know, to maybe help you calm down at, at night. You're like sitting on the couch by the fire, reading a book. You and your sloth can just kind of chill out. <laughs> Leave me alone. Yeah. I don't mind that one. <laughs> Wouldn't a gift certificate to like a spa mani-pedi? Well, that's nice too. Don't get, but but the, spa, the sloth is every day. How much was the sloth, do you think? Um, it's on Amazon. 50 bucks? 64. Okay. And you can get it. Okay. Yeah. Pretty We've been ordering things on Amazon. Not, well, my wife occasionally. Mm-hmm. You know me. I don't. I know do, you're anti Amazon. I, I have not. I'm only on Amazon doing research. I, I feel. Mm-hmm. I feel icky. I have to go scrub in the shower now. But we Leslie will order something and it will show up the next day. Yeah. One morning she ordered a book. It was at her house that afternoon. Oh yeah, I've done that. It's creepy. I've done that. Like, it's um, because if you spend a certain dollar amount and it can get to you same day. Mm-hmm. It, it will. That's amazing. My hair gel, same day. You wear hair gel? Well, just to like straight, you know, like product before I blow dry. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay, I gotcha. Cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. All right. So we're both on the same page that Valentine's Day is stupid. Uh, we don't expect anything from our spouses, nor should they expect anything from us. <laughs> yeah. I don't even think, um, well, how about this idea? How about a little something like a card and a chocolate just to show the kids that, you know, this is some acknowledgement or do you even think, you know what, we're good. I don't need to do that for my kids. So not a teachable moment. I used, I used to get my kids Valentine's Day gifts when they were little. I don't yeah. I, They're too old now. But right. um, when Dan worked in the city, there was this really fancy candy store across the street from our parking garage so if he would remember Mm -hmm. on valentine's day he would bring me some chocolates from there which was great but that was really it (laughs) yeah christmas i i I, i'd step it up at christmas i remember Mm. when leslie and i were dating like christmas is it's meaningful yes Spans. Christmas and birthdays. Yeah, yeah. The, the, the spirit of Christmas is like a month mm-hmm. long. It just you kind of feel it, right? Mm-hmm. It's it's good. Valentine's Day is like, oh yeah, shit, that thing. Right. It's an obligation. Yes. Stupid. Don't get caught up in it. Um. Do you want to talk about unruly middle schoolers? I would love to. So we've got three middle schoolers between the two of us. Yes, and uh, in a town like. Maybe 20 minutes away, mm-hmm. Medway, Massachusetts, which is a small town southwest of Boston by about, I don't know, 40 minutes. Uh, here's the headline from the Boston Globe. Up to 100 middle schoolers have been running amok in a mass supermarket. Here's how the principal responded. 100. 100. Yeah. That how, is such a big number of middle schoolers. How many employees do you think are at a Shaw's supermarket on a Wednesday at noon including all the back not a hundred no i mean you're outnumbered (laughs) yes right a middle school in medway is turning to parents for help amid a troubling trend of students flocking to a nearby supermarket to build paper towel forts knock over displays and generally wreak havoc on early dismissal days this sounds like something like out of a movie. Like I'm just picturing like throngs of, you know, 11, 12, 13 year olds, like storming the doors of Shaw's and coming in and like, ah, yeah. Yeah. You know, that trope where there's like eight people shoulder to shoulder in slow motion walking yes. like reservoir dog style. Yes. You know, baseball bats slowly like <laughs> whacking them in their hands. Over the weekend, I was contacted by the director of Shaw's supermarket who shared alarming information regarding a troubling trend involving our middle school students who visit Shaw's on half days. Medway Middle School Principal Amanda Luizzi wrote in a letter to families Monday. 
According to Louise, around 100 students have been visiting the supermarket on half days, and it was reported that a growing number of students are engaging in disruptive behavior in the store. This includes building forts out of paper towels, riding in carriages and electric carts, <laughs> knocking over displays, and even stealing merchandise. These actions pose a risk to the students involved and customers of Shaw's. They also reflect poorly on our school community. Sounds like you guys need to bring back recess. <laughs> yeah, that's wild. I mean, do these kids, because on half days here in Medfield, the kids mm -hmm. go uptown and, yeah. and I, I believe that there's probably some trouble being caused um, as evidenced by the backpacks that are being required to be left outside of certain stores, oh, which sure. leads me to believe that kids are stealing. Mm -hmm. um, but nothing like, I mean, our kids have a lot of different places to go. Starbucks, Dunkin' Donuts, North Street Market, Park Street Books. You know, there's a, yep. a ton of pizza places. Do yep. These kids have nowhere else to go aside from a giant supermarket. Right. I mean, don't you just all kind of pack some snacks and meet up somewhere? Yeah. Like, I mean, I hate going to the supermarket. What are these kids doing? <laughs> don't one of you kids have a bottle of Manischewitz right. that you can just <laughs> stuff in a backpack and, or boons like a normal kid and just go in the woods with your friends? No, they're too young. For I them. mean, if this was, if they said mm -hmm. a dozen or a couple dozen kids, I'd be like, all right, well, that still seems like kind of a lot, but a hundred? A hundred. That's wild to me. And if I found out that one of my kids was going mm. into a store yep. and destroying property and yep. merchandise, mm -hmm. oh my God, the hell I would rain down on them. Well, that's, it is so fucking disrespectful. It absolutely is. And, um, I don't. I, I would like to follow up on the story and see what the. I'm curious because yeah. I feel like we are way too soft, right? And uh, I saw a T-shirt at a mall kiosk, Liz, that spoke to me. Mm, it said, "You do love the mall." I do. <laughs> I was doing my laps. And I saw this, and it said, "I never thought I'd be a grumpy old man, but here I am, crushing it." And I'm like, <laughs> and I'm like, that's me. Yeah. I, and I'm 47. What am I going to be like when I'm like 80? Oh, it's it's just the lack of respect is killing me in this scenario. Exactly. And I think that it's because parenting has gotten really soft. Mm -hmm. So I wonder, does this does the school have any recourse here? So these kids, if they can identify the kids, can they be punished by the school? I don't, I don't know. They're not on school grounds, but I don't know. Um, well, the Shaw's is less than a mile away. Mm-hmm. And uh, the supermarket said it has not banned young people from its stores, instead reaching out to the school directly in hopes of working in harmony to re resolve this situation. I think that's a really, that's, you're, you're being too kind. Mm. You're being too soft. I would have called the police department. I would have said, we've got a situation right. here. We have 100 minors. Also, if I was the district supervisor of Shaw's and this article came out, I'd be like, uh, in my office now. <laughs> What is this? A hundred people were in your store? How did that happen? Oh, they just started trickling in. <laughs> well, trickle them out. <laughs> They're small. I didn't even notice them. <laughs> yeah, call the police. That's the police. That is a police call, you idiot. Oh. Well, yeah, the police. I mean, talk about scared straight. Mm. I mean, yes. I, told, I mean, I've told a story on the podcast about my son and his dumb friends who were hitting signs with a wiffle ball bat uptown and someone called the police yeah. and scared my son straight. Yep. Two two cruisers rolled up mm -hmm. and maintained them for, or uh, detained them for what, like 20 minutes? Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. And then 
kid gets picked up by his dad. His dad has to ask him about it. Oh, what? yeah. I mean, Dan pulled into the CVS parking lot to like lights on the cruisers yeah. and officers talking to my son and his dumb friends. Yeah. And Will's like, I almost shit my pants. <laughs> I was like, good. Okay. We yeah. won't be doing that again, will we? Yeah. <laughs> a little over the top, too, because I don't, I, I don't mind it. Walking around, whacking a stop sign mm-hmm. as you're passing by with a wiffle ball bat is, you're not damaging it. Noise pollution, technically. Yeah. I don't know. Public nuisance to somebody who called that Karen. Do you still say Karen or is that? We have to come up with a new name. Oh, no. Avery called me a Karen the other day. So mm-hmm. we were, she and my dad and I went to the Griddle yeah. in Medfield, which is awesome, yeah. um, for breakfast. And it was kind of a long, a, a long wait. And so we were just sitting there and I was just a little worried about my dad because mm-hmm. um, it had started snowing and he had to drive back to Waltham. And so after a little while, I just, I checked in with the hostess and I said, I said, um, could you mind telling me about how much longer you think the wait will be? Mm-hmm. I said it's exactly like that. I didn't complain. I was just inquiring about how much longer we might have to wait. Yeah. And and so she told him like five, 10 minutes. I said, okay. I sat down and Avery's like, that was so embarrassing. And I said, why was that embarrassing? And she goes, you're such a Karen. Oh boy. <laughs> and I said, I wasn't complaining. I was just asking yeah. a question politely. She's like, ugh. You know, Avery, sometimes I sit down with your father and we tell the waitress beforehand, or the server, sorry. Yeah. Oh. Um, The server, we tell them that we we are going to a show. We have tickets to a show. So she's on a deadline. What do you think of that? You little snot. But yeah, that was very embarrassing for her. She called me a Karen. Well. Kids at this age, they're looking for stuff to, oh, to get their parents with. I remember completely. So I remember one time we had to go Christmas shopping for my mom. Mm-hmm. And my dad was like, we're in junior high. Dad's like, we're going to the mall. Another mall oh story. Oh, my God. So you were a descendant oh, of yeah. mall lovers. I lived near a mall. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, it was funny because I would never walk with, I would always be like 20, 30 feet back. I'm mm-hmm. like, that guy's jeans are too light blue. That <sighs> is the dumbest winter jacket. He, a mustache. Mm-hmm. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> hey. You're not Tom Selleck, dad. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Who do you think you are, Burt Reynolds? <laughs> but anyway, back to the, the discipline. Yes. You were talking about yes. how you would have uh, been in trouble, right? Completely. Okay, so to that end, uh, Louise asked families to speak with their children about the importance of respectful behavior and the potential of consequences they could face should this behavior continue. Because apparently, you haven't been doing that in the Mm -hmm. 12 years that they've been alive. (laughs) On this earth. (laughs) I added that last part. Uh, She said school officials have also informed the Medway Police Department, which may take additional measures. Great. Mm -hmm. So they're going to do preventive policing Right, there'll be a cop. Yeah, maybe on half day they'll have an officer there or yep. something. Yep, just smile and wave into mm-hmm. the kids in that presence. Yep. Or maybe you won't. Maybe they'll just be in the cruiser, sitting in the fire lane, idling, right? <laughs> Listen to sports talk radio. That's what I would do. Yeah, that works too. Yep, and just go, you mm-hmm. know, if the kid's like, you know, annoying me. <laughs> oh, that'd be great. The little sound of the, yeah. Or just yell, <laughs> hey, dickhead, stop doing that. You and the black Under Armour sweatshirt. Yeah. <laughs> Sweatpants. They all turn around. Right. <laughs> you with the terrible haircut. They all turn around. Yeah. <laughs> um, stuff. I don't think the parents are going to do anything. I think the kids are good. I, every parent's going to be like, "Oh, you're one of a hundred kids. Mm-hmm. You're you're lumped in. Where you were there. Every kid has an out, and no parent can really like. I want to know if my kid is was one of them. Yeah. Like that's why the police need to be involved. They need to do 
some interviews. They need. Well, I'm sure there's plenty of security footage, and right. Yeah. I mean, there's cameras everywhere they these should, days. Okay, I hope that these kids get busted. <laughs> if I found out that one of my kids was in there and was mm-hmm. causing trouble, first they'd be punished. First of all, but second of all, I would have them write a letter of apology to the store manager or whatever. Yes. You know? Yes. Um, because they need to acknowledge their behavior was disrespectful and potentially dangerous, depending on what these kids were doing. Uh, imagine a bunch of teenage boys in a, or young boys mm-hmm. in a shopping cart. You, how mean, many of us could fit in this? Cool, let's run around with it. That's mass, velocity, mm-hmm. speed. There's a, there's a physics disaster <laughs> waiting to happen. Yeah. I mean, and they could take out an old lady and fracture a hip or two. Kid threw a or ran a shopping cart into my sister's face and gave her stitches <gasps> when we were kids. She's like four. Kid was oh my whip, god! Kid was whipping around the corner, got her right in the head, knocked ah, her down. Yikes! Yeah, that was yeah. awesome. Dangerous. So um, I don't mean to be that grumpy old man with the t-shirt, but you know, parents crack down. Mm-hmm. When I was a kid, this reminded me of when when I was. I'm gonna <laughs> just do it. I'm gonna own You're it. You're leaning into the grumpy old man. Yes. Well. <laughs> Look, we're Gen X. We came yes. from a different time. And why we're raising these kids now. Mm-hmm. Like, we know what works, right? And we know what's maybe going too far. Yeah. Right? So Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are we, is our market correction going a little too far? Are mm-hmm. we over-adjusting? Right. You know, no spankings? I agree with that. Yeah. But, you know, we don't have to be total softies. Crisscross applesauce. And <laughs> bubble wrap is um, <laughs> turning kids into... Mm-hmm. Little vigil, little um, deviants. So it reminded me of a time when I was in junior high. I know I was a junior in high school, mm-hmm. and a kid named Dave Jones wanted to have the biggest party in Concord High School history. Hmm. His parents were were gone for a week, so he invites everybody that he knows, like recognizes acquaintances, spread mm-hmm. the word, tell your friends, party. It's a Friday night. Everyone was excited. Like, the vibe in school was like, holy shit. And how big was your high school? Um, 1,200. Okay. 1,200 kids. So I show up to this party. Already, there's a bunch of cars up and down the street. Mm-hmm. And there's people walking up. And there's I'm like, this is like a movie. You know? Like, we're rolling slowly by. Mm-hmm. Like, where do we park? We go in. There's smoke everywhere. Oh, my God. And there's... Um, the place was crowded. Like... Like, when you see these high school parties in, in the movies, mm-hmm. you know, these teen movies, you're like, no way, right? This one was one of those. But it got out of hand where, like, people that had graduated and didn't go on to do anything. Oh, Jesus. Town, now mm-hmm. the townies, they're, they're showing up. Mm-hmm. Word got out to some wrong people. At the end of the night, four windows were broken, a tree was chopped down, a car was doing donuts, people were having sex in the parents' bed. And someone made a casserole with car keys in the microwave. It was just. Oh, the, my God. The damage <laughs> yeah. was uh, extensive. I mean, insurance, obviously, is mm-hmm. getting involved. And the police were involved. The police came to Concord High School and came to classrooms. And they wanted to know names of. Did they come to the party, though? No. Okay. No. I'm shocked. Well, no. I got to tell you something. I was wasted. I got I got drunk. Mm-hmm. This is the first time that I was, like, off leash mm-hmm. and. I had my first experience with alcohol and I was drunk and uh, I had to get home and this girl saw me 
and offered me a ride, like just oh, an angel from nowhere. <laughs> I didn't know. She was a grade below me. Mm-hmm. I didn't really know her, but she saw my predicament and oh, she's geez. like, hey, I'm going to go home. Do you want to ride? And I'm like, yeah, that'd be great. And she got me home. Wow. So that was safe. But um, going back to school, cops were there waiting, wanted to talk to all these kids. They had a couple names, want to ask some questions. They came into our math class. Oh, like what awesome. was the point of them? I mean, were they going to arrest? Like, what were they going to do? Uh, well, they were, they, I think maybe just scare you straight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But also if you're the parents, I mean, there's definitely criminal charges. That's to true. Yes. If their windows are broken and things yeah. like that. I don't know how much you're liable for like, oh, I'm sorry, but this person, you, you let them into your house. Well, my son did. Okay. So, but your son's a minor and yeah, you're true. And you know, you own yeah. the property and yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, and that's like what, and this is where, you know, my mind goes mm-hmm. to like, what if God forbid, the girl you got in the car with, she was drunk too, and yeah. she crashed into a tree, and you both died. Are the parents liable for that? Because yes. they left their dumb son home yes. alone, expecting yeah, him to I respect say, their property. But I would say so. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, definitely, if they just provided the alcohol or didn't protect the alcohol, I don't know. I know. I mean, at the end of the day, I'd rather I'd leave a nine-year-old home alone before I'd leave a. 17 year old home alone. <laughs> this just reminded me of Amy Poehler in Mean Girls. Oh, I'm the cool mom. Oh, God. She played that part perfectly. So well. I just saw that movie with my daughter and wife uh, just like last week. The new one or the original? The Well, I don't know. The one with um, Lindsay Lohan? Lindsay Lohan. Okay, that's the original. That's the original? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's the one I saw. Really liked it. Yes. <laughs> Amy Poehler. Like, mm-hmm. those people do exist. I remember uh, one mom yep. bought a keg, oh my God. like, in June. Mm-hmm. And it lasted us for, like, two weeks. It was on ice in the garage, and we would just go over and drink it. Wow. Yeah. Recently divorced. Oh. You know, being cool. Yeah. Guys can come here. And then uh, after the after graduation, there was a party, and people were staying over, but the parents were there, and it was like... I don't know. I wouldn't do it. No, no way. I don't want kids in my house. And there's, and you know, having a kid in high school now, like all moms talk about the houses that turn a blind eye to drinking and things like that. Oh, and so they there do. are definitely, there are parents who, who won't provide it, but they know what's going on in their basement. Yeah. And that's that. Interesting. Mm-hmm. And kids find ways to sneak it in like, there was a party I heard about where the parents weren't allowing kids to bring any backpacks or, or person like nothing into their home. Like, cause <laughs> they know that that's how kids sneak alcohol in, but okay, the okay. girls were stuffing it in their bra. Wow. So they like, I mean, kids are sneaky little shits. Mm-hmm. If they want to find a way around something, they will find it. Well, I, I just, I saw this article mm-hmm. and I thought justice needs to be served. This was, I just think it's rude to the people around really? there. And if they're doing that, that in middle school, like, and there's no consequence. This is this is why we have to judge people. That's right. Now, a couple of questions, Liz. If mm-hmm. you were in the grocery store, mm-hmm. this was going on amongst you. Nine kids running, having a race with two shopping carts, coming on your right, you know. Yep. What, what are you going to do? Um, it's a good question. And then you see across, you know, as you're walking ahead towards the meet, nine kids are running, and you hear kids two aisles over, and a bag of, of uh, smart food, popcorn, just right. flies over the aisle, you know, over your head. What do you do? 
I mean, I, I have no problem telling the kids to knock it off. Right. For okay, sure. So you would confront them directly. I think so. I think so. I, this is one of those scenarios where you say, this is how I would handle that situation. But when you're faced with the actual actual situation, I might be like, I got a meeting in five minutes. I got to go. Like, I don't know. I don't you know? work here. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. What would you do? What would I do? Um, well, everyone gets a pass on everything first time, right? So mm-hmm. it's just whatever. Do do something again or whatever. Um, first of all, I'm the adult. I'm, I'm a parent. I think it's sort of like my duty yeah. to say something. Yes. Like, like see something say something hey kid you're you're in the real world you're, right you you're not in school anymore yeah. you're, you're in my you're in the adult world you're yeah. in a grocery store during the week so when you're in my world in my space you're gonna abide by my expectations mm-hmm. because i'm mr fink the grumpy old man read the shirt <laughs> grumpy emperor. well uh then i go to the front i'd be like you guys you know gotta get on that and mm-hmm. they'd probably be aware i'm like do you need any help with anything and then i would uh then I start grabbing kids. <laughs> headlocks. I'm like, where's your walk-in cooler? Where's your walk-in freezer? We need a detention center. Right. Stat. I got nine of them. What do you, where do you want them? I still can't get over the volume of children. A hundred. Yeah. That's a lot of kids. It's a lot. That's a whole grade. Yeah. It's a whole grade. That's your senior prank, kids. Mm-hmm. You're yeah. done. It's over. You, you burned it. Crazy. When I was in junior high, mm-hmm. um, the biggest trouble I got in school was um, a prank that was uh, going too far. There's like a runlet junior high school had about, I don't know, 60 classrooms in it, right? And me and um, Chris Hennessy and Brian Connolly and Keith Killian <laughs> had a system where we'd leave a class and one would hold the door open. It was like the summertime you mm-hmm. know, or June. So hold the door open. And another kid would kick out the doorstop. Another kid would be in the hallway, grab it off the floor, and another kid would put it in like my backpack that was opened up. And then we'd just collect. We were gonna collect all the doorstops. Oh my god, that's so stupid. <laughs> it is, but we're in seventh grade. Right, seventh grade, right? <laughs> so seventh grade, Rick and his friends are pumped because mm-hmm. we have like fifty of these things. We only have like thirty to go, and there's oh my two god. weeks left of school. We're gonna do it. Um. Coincidentally, and it might not be a surprise because I'm in front of a microphone, but I would read the morning announcements. Ah. And the principal would have a special announcement that I'd have to hand them. And uh, here's uh, Mrs. Rath with the uh, special announcement. And I'd hand it to her, and then she'd go into this big thing about the doorstops are being stolen. <laughs> we got to knock it off. If you know who's doing this. And you're you just sitting re- there? You, you, yeah, <laughs> drop that dime. You know, you'll get Oh, my God. It. And uh, she'd be like, hand it back to me. I'm like, yep. And just see Mrs. Rath about those doorstops. <laughs> and then I just kept on going. And I was like, oh, that's fucking great. This is even better. I know there are three guys pissing their pants laughing mm-hmm. at the morning announcements right. right now. You know, well, freaking Keith Killian, babied by his mom, who's cleaning uh... his bedroom, is vacuuming and pushes a shoebox <gasps> with doorstops in it that say rm.108 rm.71 blah 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 mm-hmm. right she calls the school and says i have a box <laughs> full of doorstops oh and my god like, ding dong mr smith that's it. mr smith this principal he was an asshole <laughs> he came down he grabbed all of us right got us interrogated us separately, separately. over doorstops yes yes <laughs> he called it theft he says he was he was contemplating calling the police. Stop. Yep. He called my parents. Um, that like I got home. Mm-hmm. Ring, ring, ring. 
it's him. I'm like, fuck. Like, this guy was hell-bent on wow. getting us. And my dad is a no-nonsense yeah. guy. So he was kind of, like, on board. Like, I'm getting it high level from mm -hmm. both ends. So my dad wants, well, my dad's like, do you have any more? I'm like, yeah, I have some in my locker. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, well, we're going to school tomorrow, and mm -hmm. we're going to go. I'm like, no, because, you know, I just told you, I walked 15 feet behind my dad at the mall. Yes. At Runley Junior High School before school, you all hang out after you get off the bus. You hang yeah. out on the front yeah. lawn. Well, I had to walk through all that with my dad, dad. Wearing the, that winter jacket. That's and not cool. And his stupid cool. mustache. Yeah, and his, <laughs> and his Burt Reynolds mustache. <laughs> and my friends are like, hey, what's up, Rick? And I'm just like, I am I am walking the, this is the walk of shame. Like, yes. I'm the gauntlet, right? And guys yes. are like, hey, is that your dad? Oh like, literally God. the worst thing. So mm -hmm. that's punishment. Then I go in. We sit down. I have a word with the principal. I have to give my apology and all yeah. this shit. Right? Then we have to go get the door stops. So we go. I'm like, da, 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 da. The combination. <laughs> Open the door. <laughs> they all fall out. <laughs> I knew that was going to happen, too, because I remember, like, <laughs> precariously trying to get that right. door shut. Is your dad like, Jesus yeah. Christ, Rick? <laughs> now, the silver lining was Mr. Pettengill was walking by at the time. Mr. Pettengill is a math teacher. Mm -hmm. Mr. Pettengill used to be our next-door neighbor, knows my dad. Oh. Saw my dad as I'm doing the combination. Mm -hmm. Said, hey, Rick, how you doing? I'm a junior. Hey, Rick, good to see you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My dad's. Didn't have the pleasantry smile on. Mm. So he's just like, oh, we're uh, doorstops. <laughs> Mr. Pettengill goes, oh, slaps his knee. goes, that was you? Oh, <laughs> my God. It's like, I thought we'd never figure that out. He's like, whoa, how many did you get? Like, he was what all. What a riot. And my dad was looking at him like, you're not helping. You're not helping. Yeah. You're not helping. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm taking <laughs> he's this, like high-fiving you. <laughs> I'm taking this kid down to the station. And, you know, you're like. Give him a free homework pass. So did you get any type of punishment on the home front for the doorstop? Oh, theft? yeah. Oh, God. Uh, grounded. I mean, it was like a grounding, like yeah. a, week, a week of grounding. Mm -hmm. And um, and then school, this was a very appropriate punishment, a week of detention. But what we had to do is go return every single doorstop <laughs> and wash their desks and their uh, chalkboards. Oh, okay. Yeah, I feel like that's Community service. You put us to work. Yes. We, we took some, we inconvenienced a bunch of people, mm -hmm. 50 teachers, mm -hmm. and now we hooked you up yeah. and we said sorry and we learned yeah. a lesson and they all laughed at it. Yeah, it's dumb. It's harmless. Because it was already... It's a victimless crime. Yes, it is. <laughs> it is. So if Charlie had done did that, what would his punishment be? How would you have reacted and what would, if any, punishment you give him? Um, uh, well, no, write a, a letter. Yeah. Write a letter. I think that's mm -hmm. a really good one. It makes you sit down and think. Yeah. Be a little reflective. Um, also, not the funnest thing to do. Is, no. And also, you're getting better at written communication. Communication, yes. So it's like a triple threat of mm -hmm. good stuff. Yep. Um, also, I think they would be, uh, oh, I'd restrict the... the uh, PS5. Yeah. Yeah, you don't get the perk. Like the big, what is that big thing yes, that you like? that you love, yeah. that you look forward to every day yeah. when you come uh, home from school. I'm not going to ground you. Yeah. Keep, keep your social life going. Yes. Have some room and flexibility. De-stress, de you know, don't compound stuff by mm -hmm. by by things. But um, yeah, you're going to, you're going to pay your debt. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you're going to do some work around the house. Yes. Yeah. And you know PS5. That's what I do for mm -hmm. a week. I feel like that's appropriate. Yeah. These kids are going to get off scot-free.
little shits. The kids are like, well, bring home some of those paper towels. <laughs> now, I say all that assuming. Remember, mm-hmm. assume assuming and judge. And judging. We did a lot of assuming and judging. I hope I'm assuming incorrectly. But there's 100 kids, so there's probably a gamut of scot-free to you're grounded for a week. You yeah. know what I mean? And a lot of in-between. And a lot of snitching. A lot, a lot of, of finger pointing. Yes. A lot of excuses. Yep. Made me do it. Oh, a lot of peer pressure. Mm-hmm. Guidance counts. Uh, you know what I would do? I would have an assembly. If I were the principal, I'd have an assembly. Well, yeah, that's uh, enough kids, certainly. This is called the We Don't Steal Assembly because apparently you guys uh, forgot this from preschool. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> God, I should be a motivational speaker. Miss Louise, if uh, you... Uh, Need somebody to set these kids straight. <laughs> Look no further. Do some mindset adjustment. <laughs> Grumpy old man, Rick Fink, yep, at your that's, service. That's me. <laughs> well, Liz, um, I have to go get ready for uh, Valentine's Day. Oh yes, you have to make sure that you get that order of two dozen red long stem roses from Winston's. Yes, <sighs> and I want it delivered at the office, not at home, because I want Everyone all the women see to see it. <laughs> Fucking losers. You know what I say? <laughs> what? If there's a Valentine's Day, like on a Thursday, and they got flowers on the Thursday, and the woman's like, ooh, I'd say, and then she'd be like, oh, look what Stephen got me. I'd be like, <laughs> if Stephen was smart, he would have gotten you those on Monday, and they would have lasted all ah, week. Ah, yes. What are you going to do with them now? Come back from the weekend, they're fucking dead. Dead. <laughs> Stephen just wants to get to that third date. Right. That's what Stephen wants. That's what those flowers say. Uh, that's the close the deal yeah. bouquet. Yeah. That's what we call it. Yeah. <laughs> And those are carnations, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> the poor man's exactly. Uh, that's if you just want a hand job. Oh, <laughs> oh sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and only five of them. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. On that note. On that note. <laughs> right, happy ending. Give us happy a happy ending. ending list. Yes. Thank you guys for listening. If you like what you hear, please rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. And hit us up on Instagram and Facebook at Small Town Scuttlebutt. And send us uh, your thoughts, comments, feedback, grievances on at smalltownscuttlebutt at gmail.com. See ya.